So uh, kindly click on the, the slide, the, the slide which assess the, the title of my, can I click it myself or someone could click okay. Journey to Inclusion and Beyond. So it's like um, a journey that we started, by the way, as the, as the host uh, said it or read, um, we had two, I had two sons, only two, and both uh, on the autistic or autism spectrum. And ever since we tried joining organizations such as um, some um, some support groups like um, Autism Society, okay, Autism Society Philippines, which is also um, we have um, um, we have it in Marikina. So I'm joining Marikina right now. So at this point, um, having two sons on the autism spectrum is really a, a, a big challenge for the family. Uh, actually, um, when we found out that both our sons are on the spectrum, we started to worry. We started to have fears. Like We worry about the future exactly. So the, the worries would be questions like, uh, will they be able to finish college? What, what would happen to them if someday were gone? Who would take care of them? And will they be able to survive? Would they be able to cope independently in life? So those fears are really bothering us. Then uh, we were there on that time. We were in Saudi Arabia. We were working, both of my husband and I were both professional, uh, working in Saudi Arabia. That time I was a school principal. And we were having a good, a good life there, promising job uh, for them, for their future, but finding out that both have uh, autism it like it's like um the world just turned against us so it was i felt something like that not, not only one but two and of course our main concerns would be financially financial aspect like what will happen in the future next slide please so the next slide would tell us some in, information about pre preparing or an introduction actually on how we can prepare a child with special needs to be financially independent. Actually, this is my first time to talk about this because I've never even tried to, 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 to discuss with them yet how they could be independent in the future because right now, I think we have a lot of things to, to settle first. And so um, preparing your child to be financially independent calls for two things. Number one would be Financial planning for a child with special needs requires unique approaches. So it's not the same way with typically developing children that approaches would just be save, save, and then that's it. You can have your life independently. Now, in my case, it's some, how about some children with profound learning uh, difficulties or disabilities? They may need financial support for life. So that's another concern. Another thing is um, when we prepare our children to be financially independent, we have to have a plan uh, far into the future, uh, a concern like how, when there are so many pressures to deal with right now. Right now, it's in time with pandemic, the more that I feel like what would happen, like the more I have worries about. 
So that's, this is really pressing worries on us. But um, so, next slide, please. We would never just uh, sit in one corner of the rooms and maybe I, I passed through that stage of complaining and questioning God, why, what did I do? I've been, um, uh, I was born to be a teacher, touching the lives of so many students. I was even liked by my students only to find out that I would have two sons on the spectrum. I don't know what to do. That time I was not yet specializing in special education. But then I said, life must go on. So click on the slide now. Our journey has begun, and it, it began with big, difficult steps. It's not just small steps, difficult steps, because we were there in Saudi Arabia to, to plan a good future for them, but this will also be the reason why we have to come up with a decision, a big decision, a, a, a big, difficult decision to quit our jobs there and to really give up everything, our promising career, Especially, I, I am a career woman, but then I said, how can I give it up when it's something that I really love to do? So we have to give up our promising life in Saudi Arabia at that time. And because there were no opportunities for them. Opportunities were only for us, for me and for my husband. But for, my, for our children growing up, there, there were no opportunities at that time. There were no special schools, therapy centers, so whatsoever. It was a tough decision to make. And um, I, after so many, maybe two years of thinking about quitting, God has given us a lot of signs to quit. And so I gave up my job, and my husband also did. And then we planned it out first to how, what, what will happen, especially with the financial. So we all planned to go back home to the Philippines. And me, for myself, I focused on them. I, like, I, I, have, to, I have to give up my career. I really love my career. You know what? In Riyadh, uh, I've been used to call, I've been used to be called, Madam, Madam, Madam here and there. Madam, what do you want for coffee? Madam. But when I started to, you know, um, gave it up and going back to the Philippines, embracing a new role from a career woman to a full-time mom, a full-time mother to these two. So I said, I will, not, I will no longer be Madam. I would be Madam may gagawin, Madaming aasikasuhin, Madaming paplanuhin. Because it's not easy. It's not, it's not as easy as, you know, uh, monitoring them. Dalawa pa sila. So from a career woman, a full-time mother, I did not just sit on one corner. And, you know, sometimes I, I, I experienced that. But I said, I have to go on. I didn't waste my time. That was the time I thought of specializing in special education. So I, I didn't stop my journey. Although when they were in school, I would continue my studies. And during that time, only few inclusive schools have opened. So only few, like during the time 90s, uh, it was just like only maybe you can only count on them and expensive. But since we have few savings, yes, we go for it. And slowly, one dream has come to reality. Next slide, please. Both of them graduated. One graduated in college. The other one graduated in high school. But both of them graduated in high school, uh, in the same school, with inclusion program. And uh, my eldest, who is always a 
he's mainstream. He's always mainstream. Um, he could cope with a regular classroom only provided with some ad accommodations and modifications. So I'm thankful for the school for giving him the, that uh, that kind of privilege. Like he has attended um, 80% of the regular curriculum and um, only maybe 20, 15% of the special needs. So his grades are actually his actual performance uh, together with other regular students. So his algebra, he got 78, 77. So I'm happy with that because it's his regular grade. But the other one, um, was not able to to come up, cope with college requirements. So uh, both graduated in high school. My eldest graduated and passed the exam in Lasal Antipolo. Thank you for the um, accommodating environment of Lasal Antipolo. He graduated with a degree of Bachelor of Science in Hotel and Restaurant Management. And although it was not an inclusive school, it was not really. It's actually a regular curriculum. But um, I, I, he passed the exam, so they told us, what do we do with this condition? So I worked closely with the school to help in monitoring him. I give them tips on what works best with him. So I worked as in hands-on, hand-in-hand with him. So since the, I have to, I, I sought the help of a relative to look after the welfare of the other one. My, actually, the eldest is the one who graduated in college and the second one is uh, graduated in, in high school. But he is filled with God's gifted talent. Though he may not cope with academic requirements, he has lots of talents, be it artworks. He could, he could also learn different languages, whatever he hears. And mostly, he could play piano, sing along with it without learning anything, like without any formal lesson. So I... Um, grab all those gifts and i made use of them like what the i heard the first speaker uh when she said uh when you have a lemon made made lemon make lemonade okay so it's something like that so uh please click on the slide so this one i can consider one dream that has come to reality that um they would be able to finish their uh schooling according to what they can do and ability next and um, another slide, please. Um, so I was saying that uh, when he finished, it was like the family has a big, big leap uh, to milestones. Like we never expected that we would have um, a child with autism to graduate. And it's a big pride. And uh, I'm really thankful for the Lasal Antipolo for accommodating him. I cannot forget that. Okay. And uh, my other one, the other one, um, well, I said didn't attend, but um, next slide, please. He is um, presently attending a transition school in Alres. Okay, so he uh, presently is attending there under uh, with uh, Doctor GV, and um, he's been doing well. Uh, he's been always uh, showing off his talents, and uh, they are trained also to work in the future. So I hope oh. Uh, inclusive employment also would open for him uh his talents would be in music and art so that's it so and then the next slide please the journey continued after my eldest son has graduated from college so it's a continuous journey it would never 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 stop there so i was really holding on holding on to his diploma I, I would always carry it whenever, wherever I go. Proud na proud mama. I say, this is stage mother. Tawag sa akin, stage mother. Call me anything as you wish. But it's, I'm, I'm really, really proud that um, 
I have a son who graduated and it with a lot of um uh, with a lot of um uh, determination faith and hard work we did it all together so I would always be proud about his uh, diploma or JT certificates and the TOR and then hoping to knock on the the different doors of employment for him plus one thing I got um a card of protection for him in case he would be uh, discriminated or whatever because he's such a gullible person so um, I secured um, a PWD ID for him so those are the different um, kinds of uh, documents that I would consider as uh, my his, uh, his weapons uh, whenever he would enter the, the employment world and um, these are not enough however what are these credentials for they are not enough we still have worries and fears that um, will there be doors to open? Would, would they be employed considering his limitations and conditions? But yet, I never gave up. So uh, after this, I've been praying. I've been knocking on different doors. But it's not easy. Doors are partly open and they were closed. Doors will be opened but suddenly will close. Or the doors are really closed. Okay, so they, they won't open yet for someone like him. But I, in the process of preparing him for employment, I taught him to, to write his own application letter. He did it with my guidance. I, I told him to, I, I trained him about how to answer interview questions along the process, and he did. And I took smaller steps in the journey through apprentice jobs. You know, wala munang bayad ang trabaho. So I said, you can work, but without without salary yet. He knows the concept of salary, but he doesn't know what to do with the salary. So he knows uh, I'm earning, but I said no salary yet. So that's one way for you to gain more experience and training at the same time. So before you really actually uh, have a job in the future, if there would be a door to open, you would be having a lot of experience and then you are ready. And thank God for these doors that opened for him for apprentice jobs. So I was so proud seeing him working without uh, pay. So next slide, please. What was his first journey to apprentice job? The first was in Puzzle Cafe. I know, I know you are familiar with the owner, Miss Bella. I call him Miss Bella. She's very, very accommodating. And the restaurant was um, established for the owner, uh, people with uh, uh, learners or individuals with autism. And one of them is his brother, younger brother. And then uh, I met her and she gave our, my sons, both of them, a chance to work there as, a, um, you know, to help out and to be trained. And he, he's really, he really loves working. Even I said, he said no salary yet. Yes, but he's working without pay. And I'm happy to see to see him. And then, of course, on this, the next picture, you can see there that he's been widening his social interactions before he would be just um, contented by just being one corner. He's not sociable. But um, Puzzle Cafe has given him opportunities to social and interact, especially I was invited in Speed Ateneo interaction. Uh, that's what I, I hope you're still, you remember this. Okay, now, uh, next, the journey begins uh, with apprentice job at Puzzle Cafe and um, the, uh, the struggle that I had during those times was that I would always drive him ever since he, start, he started schooling and when he started his OJT and all of this, I've been driving him to school. He doesn't even know how to commute by himself. He doesn't, doesn't experience yet how to commute uh, public transport because first, I'm the one who's uh, really, uh, I'm really 
I'm I'm afraid. Um, I have this feeling that I might regret at the end because he's still very gullible and um, he doesn't know this much yet. So uh, I said that time will come. I will just prepare him. So um, this is the journey to his first major steps. Thank you for clicking the slide. This is actually uh, click the video and um, it's actually the, his first major um milestone that uh, i trained him to look here and there and look for cars be careful and then i i came to the point of you know uh, allow him to 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 cross the street i was taking a video of him you know what i was hindi lang halata i was trembling na until nakakatawid siya i was she was able to cross and i was so nervous because if something happens i'm still taking it on a video so that's uh when he was learning to cross the street by himself going to his next apprentice job uh, it was just near our house so he was just made to walk uh with me i, I, I then later on he was walking by himself so uh, little by little the steps are done and uh, towards independence so uh i want to be a witness of uh, for his milestones so ever since he would uh, cross the street by himself okay and so click on the first milestone and the first major milestone is towards independence so it was hard uh breathtaking for me i know he was struggling too or he's pressured because i was watching okay next slide please now this is his video to the to his second um apprentice job it is the uh, i'm sorry the 711 now it's just near our place and i'm so lucky that the owner is my brother and uh, he, my brother knows the condition of my of my son so he said okay then um in this uh puzzle cafe uh, i'm sorry i, I really love puzzle cafe uh, in this uh apprentice job in 711 rather um this is where he learned and discovered a lot of things that he could do like uh, office work sometimes he is made to file some uh, receipts he would do filing encoding uh, and then most of all he learned cashiering and uh, he would do them all at the same time and uh, when he is given structured tasks he could easily easily finish it because he's too structured in fact when he times in if it is um, nine o'clock that he would has to time in, he would really wait for exactly nine before he would really time in and wait exactly at four before he punch out, even though he's not doing anything anymore. So that's how structured he is. So he does everything. So he, he's been doing a lot of things. Now, sec next slide is the um, cashiering. Uh, he's been doing cashiering. It's a video, actually. That's the first um, milestone. And then from there, he was entrusted to to do cashiering with a different customers can you play the video please okay um yeah okay so the with that um i um one time i bought and he was the cashier while i was buying and he would actually is acting differently when we are the ones there so um and then he was i talked to my brother and i said he's been looking for his salary because he would usually see the staff given salary or envelopes every 15th and 30th of the month so he's uh, kind of asking why he has not had that he doesn't have that kind of salary for himself so he said but what about me i'm working hard so i told my brother if you can just give him a little of something just to make him feel that he's working so my brother said yes i'm, I'm really really planning to to give him so they they would give him 
uh, one envelope, but he doesn't know what's in, how much is inside. So every time he goes home, when it's salary day, mom, mom, it's salary day. Here's my envelope. I earned, I, I earned it, and I worked hard on it. So he doesn't know what's how how much is it inside. Not, and then it's just maybe a joke, like he could just only buy a snack for that. But it's it's a, a great boost. Uh, it boosts him so much seeing that there's an amount. There's I'm happy to note that. Uh, 7-Eleven would, uh, would do that for him. And then he said, this is my salary. This is yours. You can buy anything you want. You can buy clothes. So I said, oh, really? And then uh, I didn't, I didn't, of course, uh, spend them. I, I, I saved them for him. Okay, so next. After two years of really, okay, next slide, please. After two years of really knocking on doors of opportunities, I thought that I could help. I could not do it anymore. I'm tired of knocking on the doors. I said maybe I should need someone to help me out in, um, like giving him a job coaching uh, session so that he would be into the real world. He would be trained. So I met um, Miss uh, Kathleen, and uh, she was the one who really helped me to find a job that would suit his skills. So after two years, finally, uh, he learned to be um, more independent and he was able to cope with the, um, with the, of course, with, with the job. Okay, slides, please. Okay, so, okay. So here he started working and uh, a lot of other jobs here, uh, office jobs, clerical. And then, of course, next slide, please make it fast because we have no more time. And he also uh, uh, acquired for himself um, some some um, cards that are or maybe um, documents that would be needing for his job, like SSS, TINT, and uh, PhilHealth, and everything, plus the PWDID. Next slide, please. Okay, so we'll move forward. So the journey to financial independence has already started. So now he begins to feel that he's now reaping the fruit of his hard-earned uh, uh, labor through his payslips and uh, his, uh, most preciously, his, uh, he's been uh, keeping it, his bank book, where all his savings are there. Okay, so continue. Um, so that's it. Um, um, financial security would be the next issue. Like, how would I be able to help him uh, to to manage his uh, his financial uh, independence? Right now, he doesn't know yet the value of money, but we're starting to do it. We're starting smaller sing single steps for him to be able to be independent and know it in the future. Next slides, please. Okay. Okay, slides, please. Okay, um, the next slides will talk about some uh, steps on how to, okay, um, we'll uh, make it a, a quick uh, run of it. Okay, so there are some practical ways um, by which I could give you a steps to help ensure a more secure future. Like, it's, I'll do it for my son, uh, we will do it for my son, sons gradually. Or create um, special needs trust, what else? Uh, you can read about uh, article about it uh, that you could, could help you. This is the most important part of the child long-term financial plan where your money uh, is saved. Okay, you can put it there. I read it from an article and maybe later on we can consider this. Another practical tips would be uh, write a will. Okay, so in this, path, this way, you have to have an, a lawyer to get a lawyer who would write it. Specifically, those lawyers who, who knows exactly uh, the needs of special needs people. 
and uh, those who could write about this as a will. Then late next, another practical tip that I could share would be something that uh, we're, pl we're planning is to, to name a guardian. Of course, we cannot live forever. Uh, we know that uh, there should be a guardian who would take care of them. And these are the following questions that we have to, to consider. Can you please flash the questions? Now, consider the following questions. Who can handle them and make time of commitment? Who has, um, who has bonded with them and they know and love them and who would love them unconditionally? Who has patience, understanding, uh, and all these things that, uh, you know, all of this is equipped with and the day-to-day -day responsibilities? I have one. I hope um, she could stay with me for my, for my sons. But I am also thinking about, next slide, uh, we're also thinking about another tip would be uh, building your savings. Of course, all of us, we have savings, but where would it go? There should be a kind of special needs uh, um, uh, advocate who would help us out in this, in planning this out. And of course, uh, to help them also uh, manage it themselves. Next would be, okay, teach them. Okay, the next slide would be um, being able to uh, teach them. Okay, click it. Uh, I think it's uh, teaching them how to be independent okay click click the title please uh how to help them to become more independent in the future like you can look for programs near our place available like if there is an independent living program okay or a group homes or apartments that could train them to live independently next slide please another tip that that's what put your child's uh, plan for your in the independence of your child and then of course you cannot do away with family members. Always make it a point that you're open, communicating with your family members to help you out in this. Or the all people who have been um, the significant persons in his life, talk about them, have a meeting, and be sure that um, they would be in one with you and with your goals. Okay, next. Okay, and then the road is not yet has not yet ended. Click the slides, please. The road has not yet ended. The journey to become financially independent is still a long road to take. We're not yet done, still beginning. How long, we do not know. But now we're preparing for it and we're heading towards it. So the last word would be, click the slide. We're heading our way up there. We're, we'll never give up. If the, um, we need um, a re to to re uh, refuel, okay, to, to recharge, we'll do it so that we'll get reach our destination. So that's it. Um, I tried to uh, shorten it because we don't have enough time, but I hope that my sharing was able to help you out in planning uh, for your kids with special needs like me. Thank you. Wow, wow. Thank you, Miss Tiamzon, for stating some very important and informative points. Wow, can I just say I love, I love the the way when you the way you talk. It's it's at all. It's like I can feel the love that you know how much you really love your 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 kids. It's it's really nice. Uh, I'm sure a lot of us have learned a lot from your talk. So we will now proceed to the Q and A portion. So if you have any questions for our speakers, please uh, comment it down below and Anissa and I will be reading it. Yes. 
So while we're waiting for the questions, oh, there are a lot of uh, questions coming in now. But before, because ma'am, I asked all our speakers today, so it's unfair, naman po, if I don't ask you, ma'am, what did you eat for lunch, po? I, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with my lunch. At this hour, uh, I'm practically eating my lunch with my sons. They don't want me to Aww. to miss to miss mm-hmm. it. Uh, they would really call me to eat lunch with them and to follow the time strictly. Like, yes. have, this is lunch time, not snack. It is lunch time. Lunch no, time. no late lunch. For you. So that's how structured they are. Okay, so yes. uh, don't worry about me. I'm I'm full of energy, like what full, uh, full of love. Yeah, like what Julian said. Okay, I yes. always talk from the heart. And having two, it makes me more energetic. Okay. Yes, your sons are so amazing, po. While listening to your talk, kanina, grabe po, sobrang hands down to your parenting style also, and how yeah. you're raising your kids. So very, very, very. Um, odd by you, po. Yeah, thank you so much. So, giving up your job is something that I really, I was really holding on to that job, to that mm. promising job. But um, um, I now I have the diploma mm-hmm. of my sons. I feel that it's much even um a bigger achievement than what I yes. have earned. Yeah, even my PhD degree would not mm-hmm. equate, would not equate to the achievements that they have. So open, still knocking on doors to open. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we have a question here from Alisa Flores. Hi, yep. Paul. Thank you for the talk. It's so great, Paul, on how how supportive you are of your sons with their work despite your fears as a mom. Any advice, Paul, to fellow parents who may be scared of letting their children work? Yeah. Um. It's a normal feeling if you have fears. Because um, knowing, especially our children and maybe some limitations that they have, more than anything else, the parents know exactly why they fear uh, and what they fear. Because, you know, like my son is very gullible. He believes everyone. So what if someone tells him to come home, to come with him? So I don't know what will happen. So um, um, the question is so good. Like, I, I passed that way, Eliza. I, I, I passed that stage already that I'm scared. Uh, to let him work because I'm still thinking if people would bully him in the um, bully him in in the workplace. But then maybe we're talking about inclusive employment. So maybe one of the maybe I could suggest is that make sure that uh, when you prepare him for a job and look for a job for him, uh, make sure that uh, that environment is inclusive. Like they are very much willing. And they are accepting. I wouldn't also would uh, be. I would worry a lot if they, he would just be allowed to work in any setting wherein people who don't have the awareness. First of all, they should have the awareness of all people with disabilities and that they are qualified to work if they can. So that's the first thing, Eliza, is to consider the inclusivity of the employment area. Make sure that they accept and they are open for with it. That's. I hope I have given you. A kind of advice. Yeah. I hope I have answered it. Okay. Yes, yep. you have, ma'am. All right. Another question for you from Aki. How, how about for siblings, Daupo? Would you have anything to say or any advice for them as well? Yeah, siblings, right? That's mm-hmm. exactly one of my, maybe, 
uh, not really regrets, but sometimes I feel like I didn't even anymore bother to have another child because of fear. Like, mm. there are two of them. So, they have no siblings. But I see others with siblings who are not, uh, who are who are without special needs. So, medyo naiingit ako, no? Kasi siguro sila may ka, may may kapatid na umaalala apart from me though. so there's uh, a source of support for them but uh, you mean siblings of um, you mean siblings uh, what do you mean uh, siblings without disabilities okay i or, think so i think uh, so um yeah but um let's not um always uh, make it a point that these siblings should be taking charge of them because um they are not obliged to to do it like uh, maybe I could hear other people or parents saying, "Ah, may kapatid naman siya, so he will. They will take." Now, then there there was this one sibling who said, "I was about to get married, but when my future husband saw the condition, he, he did it. Um, did he ran away?" <laughs> so I said, "That would be one of the." I, but you know, from there you could gauge how much the person loves you. So I believe that um for siblings we will not um give them uh, a load on their shoulders we will not let them um like what i say uh, what i mean is that we don't give them much load of carrying uh, the burden taking care of them it's not their duty but if it is their own will to do it it's coming from them that they would do anything for them then be thankful about it and then of course siblings there are siblings who get jealous like uh you're always attending to him what about me so don't also ignore the that kind of feeling of, of, of the siblings, it's not their fault also. So sometimes I would hear, it, she only had time for him, but not for me. So mm -hmm. I guess it's difficult that we also save time for those uh, siblings without disabilities. And together you, you help each other embrace the disability together and help each other. Like you're, you're there for him, uh, help, hold, holding each other's hand. So that's it. So that's what I could say for siblings all right here's another question from christina uh were there any programs that alres provided you in terms of transitioning to the job world yes actually alres is pre uh, actually um my son is there and they're tapping his skills like my son i told you a while ago that he has lots of skills skills that's why um they're tapping on it like for example he knows to play the keyboard while singing exactly like when he when he hears John Legend sing all of me, we would simply do the same thing as John Legend sings, like exactly copying it. So that's a talent, that's a gift. So what Alres would do would um hone him on that aspect. And then one time they were um what's this? They were having their OJT in one of the restaurants. I just forgot the it's a big infinity, I don't know. T it's in Quezon City Circle. It's a big um, a, a, a tea or coffee restaurant. Uh, it's a big uh, venue for um, for people to, to sit and back to sit back and relax. My son was made to sing to the customers and um, to entertain them. He's also good at drawing. He's also good. So they were top their skills. And uh, Christina, they would really provide transition. Uh, that's why it's transition because they are trained. They are partnering with um, TESDA. And when they, uh, they're supposed to graduate last, last year, March, because of the pandemic, it didn't push through. So after that, they would be uh, trained and uh, be um, 
uh, helped to get a job, to job that fits their uh, skills. So they are doing that, and um, we're just waiting for the pandemic to to settle down. I don't know. <laughs> and will it end? I don't know. It's uh, already been ano, taking so long. For them, they are already saying, when will this end? So may, yes, Christina, there there is a, there are programs for ALRES of uh, transitioning to the job world. Okay. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Another question. This uh, last two questions for you, ma'am. Uh, from Aki again. You mentioned daw po how inclusive... Oh, sorry. Okay. You mentioned how inclusive schools were. Um, were few in the 90s. So with this, how could you describe to us how inclusivity in the PA, in the Philippines has changed over um, the years, be it in the workplace or in general? Yeah, good question, right? So during the time, 90s, 90, uh, uh, what time? I, actually, they were born 90s. Pinapatanda ko naman sila. They were born 96 and 98. So, uh, that was about 2008, so something like that. So, um, but when we were thinking of going back to the Philippines, they said there are only few schools here would accommodate them. So I did not anymore uh, have uh, bother to 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 really take the chance going back home plus the financial maybe the aspect of it but during the time um it was really a few like in saudi arabia nothing really as in nothing so um they didn't even uh, know about special education that time but now they're getting aware of it now um 2000 something like that 2008 there were already some few inclusive schools uh here uh, in the philippines but um when you think about it it's a kind of you know, expensive. Like they would really they have programs for for my uh, for my elders uh, elder son and for my younger one. So they both have separate programs depending on their uh, assessment diagnosis. That's um, then then they are um, being joined. Uh, they they join the regular classes. That's how inclusion was. So it's something like that. It goes on and on. But then um, it has changed over the years. Uh, because even the government, our government, would be upholding this, like um, how to be more inclusive. And a lot of stakeholders and even non-government organizations would cater to, would help in, in the inclusivity of, um, of the environment, the society. Okay? Uh, usually and opening for employment, but still it's not yet that too open now. I, don't, I know it's not yet that, especially uh, because of this pandemic, the more that will complicate the problem i don't know i want i don't want to be pessimistic but um it has changed over time over the years uh when it comes to maybe awareness that they have to be included in the the regular world they could have opportunities more and more just having the kind of awareness and the goals i think it's a big leap now how to do it is another thing how to implement them if not 80%, it should be a better inclusive world we are having right now. Okay. Yeah. I hope I have answered the question. Yes, ma'am, you have perfectly yes, ma answered it. Uh, ma'am, here's another question Paul, from Emily. Emily. Uh, Yes. Are there any programs you would like to see that will help them and other families with PWSNs in terms of career readiness? Yeah, um, that's why when I saw the invitation of Ateneo about this um, program, I said, uh, 
I would really love also to, I should have attended, but I have other commitments. So I wasn't able to um, attend that. But uh, there are other programs that I would like to see to help me my, as a, a parent of two um, two sons with special needs and other families of this in the same uh, situation. Um, I, I would love to, to see more programs that would um, uh, call for all. I think there are already, but uh, only very few would know about it. Like it's not too much uh, promoted. Uh, there would be a little, I don't know, for myself, I'm speaking about it. There would be some who would invite me, giving me messages like, you could help have your son attend this training session. Uh, for me, I'm a member of the Autism Society Philippines. So there, from time to time, there would be some opportunities that they would be trained how to mix, to make like, for example, uh, chocolates or candies that could be sold. So that's another training. And then, of course, I was really hoping for more programs for different skills, like maybe a program for those who are good in clerical, a program for those who are good in communication, a program for those who are good in music, like my son. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm really hoping for different programs that would cater to the different skills of, uh, of all the persons with uh, special needs. So that when they work, they are happy. Mm -hmm. They are tapped. They're tapping the actual skills. Not, not, they're not working uh, with, with, with a lot of fears and maybe negative thoughts that I can't, I can't do it. They're working and enjoying at the same time, just like the regular, uh, like, like, like you, uh, like us, the um, ordinary people. We, we resign if we don't like a job, right? If we don't feel happy anymore. But we can do it. We, we can express how much more with them. We can express. So mm -hmm. it should be something, a training, okay? Uh, thank, thank you, Emily, for that program, uh, for that question. You opened my eyes on that. Calling all, um, maybe all, maybe institutions, companies, to also offer programs and opportunities for different learners with different disabilities. But if you don't, we go beyond the disability. Sometimes we say disabilities, but first we have to think of the, first, the skills. Then, and then, of course, the, the limitations. Actually, I don't call it disability, but more on limitations. Mm -hmm. So we, we look more on the strength. Oh, this is what you can do, but you cannot do this. Okay. So we will have train you for this and for that. So I think uh, I dream about that. And then, of course, one thing, this one, you call for this, uh, how to make them save money for the future. How can they um, manage their own financial? They, my sons, until now, they, don't, it's, they know it's only money. But how to, how to spend it, they still don't know. But they said they're going to buy me house and lot. <laughs> yun pala, yun yung, yun yung gusto natin, house and lahat. So sweet, so sweet naman po. Alright, yes. Yes, ma'am, we will dream with you that yeah. uh, all these projects will soon be offered na. We're getting there, we're getting there. Anyway, um, thank you very much po, Mrs. Tiamzon, uh, for your very insightful talk and your answers to all your questions. I'm afraid this is all the time we have for our Q&A. Super, super lovely to have met you po and have spent time with you this afternoon. Thank you so much. All right. So again, thank you to all our wonderful speakers for sharing your wisdom and knowledge knowledge with us today. So I think, Anaman, it's uh, very obvious that we learned a lot today. So don't you think so too, Julian? Ooh, grabe. I think I think I learned a lot, a lot today. Uh, really, I really, so much. Uh, I love, you know, I, I love that it all. I love that it all came from the heart, especially mm -hmm. like 
it came really came from the heart of the speakers. That's what I really mm-hmm. love. What about you, Anisa? Yes, I agree. Um, you know, it's just these um these talks na speed is um opening for everyone. I think it just reminds us that you know we should all take that step uh towards inclusivity. Um, everyone is part of this society, and as I as I mentioned a while ago, diba, no one should be um defined by uh, their disability or lack because you know that's what makes everyone different and that's what makes everyone unique so we should always have a society that celebrates everyone wow well that's it for today uh today was such a blast for both our speakers and hopefully our audience on facebook as well Yes, so we hope that everyone learned a lot in today's episode of the Aspiration Stock series. We would like to once again thank our speakers, our core team, and the audience for tuning in. Once again, I'm Julian, your man following God's plan from 2BS side. Yes, and everyone, once again, I'm Anissa Marichua. You're your cult-loving, non-stop laughing, looking for some loving sophomore from 2BS Health Sciences. And this was our online aspiration talk series. We hope to see you next time. Thank you.